like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Pause today. Yeah, it took the computer a little while to, to, to get rolling. Kind of like us. <laughs> took us a minute to get rolling. Yeah, we're it's all... been a minute. Yes, we've not been in this space no. doing this show. an episode in a I like, like over a month. Over, I want to say five, six weeks. It's yep. been a minute. You're welcome. It feels weird to be here again. Ooh. There's a puzzle on the table now. Mm-hmm. I know so much has changed. <sighs> this whole place is different now. Yeah. But Where I like it. Where am I? It feels good. It feels good to be back. Back in the New York groove. New York groove. Back in the Studio City groove. Studio Sherman Oaks groove. <coughs> Sherman Ooh. Sherman Village. Coming oh, in see now that now some things never change. Coming in strong. Some people That's come. Some people come in bubbly. It's the bubble. This is a bubbly beer. That was this beer already. Yeah. yeah it's in. We got a problem. Already, I've been burpy burpees. Thank um, you, Oscar, and your blues. And your blues. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I got no. I got no problems with this. Yeah, but we're 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 back, kids. You could tell by the um, level of excitement that each one of us has uh, <laughs> contributed so far to this podcast. Yeah. We're real excited to fucking be here. I'm super excited. Um, Melissa is sick, though. Yeah, I am sick, yeah. Melissa yeah. is sick. We were so sick. I'm kind of like, hey guys, hey guys, uh, how you fucking is... feeling? And I was thinking about it on my way over here today. I was like, this should really have been your episode because it's Mother's Day, and, and you a... are podcast mom. Yeah. I am. It is your podcast <laughs> Mother's Day. I was like, oh my god, we're so. We're celebrating you. (laughs) Celebrate me, people I did not birth. Yeah, podcast. Celebrate your mom. Podcast mom. Podcast mom. Celebrate your mom. Podcast mom. That's you. you. Podcast mom. (laughs) I like my song. Um, I called my mom on the way over here today to Mm -hmm. wish her happy Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And I... I was like, hey, mom. And she was like, oh, hi. How are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm good. I was just calling to wish you a happy Mother's Day. And she was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, well, thanks for being my mom. And she was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by that? And she like had no response. Well, but I literally was like, thanks for being my mom. And she was like, okay. <laughs> like, I had no you other know, choice. It's been 35 years. Can't really change it now. No. Yep. It, it's in the past. <laughs> I try not to think about look, it. Look, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Can't shove you back in anywhere. Yep. <laughs> Probably past that abortion window. Way past. That's uh, yeah, 35 years. Doctor, how do you feel about like a super late time? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many months along are you? 4,000? 4,000? 4,000. Can I? Oh is that God. legal? Speaking of 4,000, big shout out to listener Sean for doing the math about how heavy 4,000 nickels is. Oh my God. $4,000 in nickels. It was like 800 was pounds. Like, it's like 800 pounds. It's like 800 pounds. Thank you for doing the math. He was like, math. I did the math. I was like, that's you yeah. beautiful, beautiful nerd you. Bravo. Did he ever come back with how many socks no, that was? No, did not tell me how many socks that mm, is. So, so listener Sean. Get on her. <laughs> I don't know what you think you're doing with your life. Yeah. But you're Put nickels in socks. Yeah, Weigh estimate. them. Guesstimate. I need to know. Don't guesstimate. I need need actual confirmation. Yeah, I'm going to need you to do some sort of experiment where you put a bunch of nickels in a bunch of different kinds socks, kind of socks. You could do the math on it as well by estimating the current volume of the average socks. Oh, I can't do the math. I'm not doing any math. No. 
That's what we have listeners for. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying is that he could do it. All right. Don't like, hate you, it was it. like the royal Don't tell you. Him how Lis- to do it. Listener Sean, engineer Bob has thoughts about how you put nickels in a sock. Yes. My solution yeah. would be put some fucking nickels in a motherfucking sock. But Wait you know. Them. Then yeah, but you're never going to get hired at Google for that. But if you want Bob to mansplain it to you, he's yeah. about it. He's I a, certainly will. He's available. You can. Email but like we're him. both men, so it's like bro splaining. Okay, we just don't get bent out of shape about it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Anytime, Thanks, dude. dude. Yeah. Oh, hey man, no, you're totally right. Uh, your opinion on everything. Your opinion is, uh, on math totally is correct. really great. It's totally Isn't right. Isn't it great to have a dick? Yeah. Cool geometry, dude. I love making more money than women. Yeah. yeah. So good. Love having you know the thing the, this tube sock reminds me of? Having a dick. <laughs> you know it's what else great. is a tube? My dick. My dick. You know what else I like to fill with nickels? My <laughs> dick. <laughs> I just shove them right up there. Shove them up. Gets me real hard. Yep. Because it's full hard. of nickels. Because it's metal. <laughs> it's like a roll of quarters now. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm going to take... <laughs> oh, Bob is tuberculosis <laughs> broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know... <laughs> That he, you tickled Bob to the right he tickled level. Tickled his lungs when he cough laughs so hard. Like when he laughs so hard, he coughs like he's dying. Well, I feel like there is sickness in the Quinn household. Oh, yeah, man. that's my TB. Yeah. Anyway, but it's my TB yeah. to bear. I interrupted your hi. I hi. apologize. Let's try this again. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Business Bros Podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories, drink thematically appropriate beer, and talk about dicks and then dicks talk and about nickels. Dick well, nickels. get these dick nickels rolling, ladies and gentlemen. We need Dickles. a new nickel dicks. Nick. Yeah, we need five thousand more dollars of donation money to uh, uh, unlock the Dick Nickel Grant. So, oh, I should have done that in my NPR voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need uh, five thousand more Dick Nickels in order to open up our Dick Nickel Grant. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's our po- from the that famous New England Dick Nicholsons. Dick Nicholsons. Dick Nicholson. Fifteen past <laughs> the hour. Nicholson. He's uh, related to Jack. <laughs> yes. This is this is all Dick Nichols considered. I'm sorry. I just fell asleep. All dick nickels considered. <laughs> all dis- of them. We don't discriminate. Hashtag not all dick nickels. That's right. <laughs> we don't discriminate. No. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't even I know where to go of, with that. I was excited. I remembered someone did math for me. But speaking of um, shoving nickels up your dicks, uh, we're going to talk to you about Haunted Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like, like something a rock star know, would do. It really does. It yeah. it. I wouldn't put it Not past even them. haunted rock stars, just ghost rock stars. I drank a whole rock bottle stars of that vodka. are dead and now haunt places. And yeah, put exactly. a bunch of nickels in my dick. Yeah, I feel like that's. Slash is like, I've been nickels. there. Then, dicks, dicks, and nickels. Ugh, dicks, and, and nickels. nickels. Dicks, this is my dick. new. It's my new. So now I'm a rock star. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is good. Yeah, so we decided to You're do... You're going to grow a dick and shove some nickels up it. <laughs> yeah. I can't so wait. We're going to grow a dick first. Ready? <laughs> Thinking about it real hard. That's all you got to do. That's how I did it. Now I have one. <laughs> and Wait. I make my own sound effects. And then all of a sudden I have an erection. This is amazing. Wow. I am so turned on at my ability to grow a dick. Ah, skeet, skeet, skeet. Grow, grow a second for us. <laughs> nope, it's not coming. Oh, shit. It's not there. No. It's not no. there. Well, that's a damn I'm a one dick kind of lady. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Well, one dick having kind of lady. <laughs> I'm a one dick having kind of lady. <laughs> just, just keep believing in yourself. Anything's possible. That's, yeah. yeah. Don't stop believing. No, do not. Journey no. knows. Hold, hold on. on to that feeling. Uh, just yeah. of your dick. That you, t- hold on, hold to on to your dick. So your we're not talking about Journey, though. No, we're because not. Because they're not dead, right? The lead singer, Steve Perry's dead, right? Did I just kill him? He might be. I think he's dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to Google him, find it. She's going she's gonna to look it up. I yeah. think he's dead. He has unfortunately stopped believing. 
Yeah, he stopped believing <laughs> because life. he's he can't believe anything due to his he death. He stopped death. but breathing. <laughs> that was terrible. That was so bad. No, he's not dead. As I, just I was him. saying it, I was like, "Don't do it." It's so keep bad. going. So, I was so pleased you I did. I killed Steve Perry. He's okay. not dead. When you said it, I was like, "I don't think he's dead," no, but he's I didn't want to be the stupid one who like just nope. didn't know. No, I'll, I'll, I'll happily be the stupid one. I thought he's dead. That's just me. His career is a little bit dead. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, sorry. Come at for me, him. bro, for thinking you're dead. Yeah. But hey, Steve Perry, we're glad you're still alive. Yeah, glad yeah. you're out there still. Keep on believing. Yep. Keep on keeping on, kiddo. Uh, if you've been listening to the Booze and Brews podcast, Steve Perry, please email us. We'd yeah. love to know about I'd love Journey. to have you yell at me about how you're not dead. No. Or is it? does he not like Journey anymore? No, Did they're they not. Did they not get along? I Don't email us about Journey. Tell us about a... your solo project. I'm sure is really great. Tell us <laughs> about the tangelos you're growing in your backyard. We don't care. <laughs> tangelos. <laughs> you know oh. what? That's what we're actually going to get an email. From. <laughs> like, I'm so. How did you know about my tangelos? I got to tell you about this new neighbor. fertilizer I've been using. It's been incredible. I'm getting a new crop of grapples. <laughs> grapples. They're grape flavored apples. apples. They're just. Wait, is that a real thing? Amazing. I think they're called grapples, but yes, there is it thing they come i've seen them at the grocery store they come in packaged in plastic and they're mm-hmm. grape flavored apples um, and they're spelled like one? grapple no because that sounds That's... disgusting and they smell like diamond dab this is bastardization i don't want to try one a grapple? I, yeah. grapple I think grapple is better than grapple yes uh grapple. yeah i like it better yeah because yeah. grapple is an actual word and it's a real thing you can do yeah. you can grapple that and apple into like your a face crab apple grapple yeah. like yeah. i don't know grapple that it works on grapple a lot of levels grapple people you should hire us to do your marketing i'm doing a lot of finger pointing right now which means i'm serious yeah we are super serious about it yeah yeah so anyway we're not talking about steve perry because he's not dead no we're not talking about we wouldn't talk about him either we're gonna talk about people who are actually dead yes uh who were in the uh music industry yes and we were (laughs) it is mother's day we were gonna do mom ghosts yes we had trouble with that last year yeah we did that one was real. That one was a tough one. Not like Father's Day. Father's Day, we both just fucking Father shit our the bed on. And, 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 yeah. We did American Ghosts. Yeah, we that called was, an audible on that one. Yeah. Which both is of us at the same both time. both did. Yeah, without talking to each other. Um, Independent. But yeah, so we decided not to do Mother's Day Ghosts. And then what were we going to do? We were talking about... So we were talking about... The, the way that we got to this week was pretty hilarious. So we were talking about mother's ghosts. Mother ghosts. And I was like, yeah, let's just find a bunch of ghost nuns. Oh, yeah. And you I was said like, ghost, ghost mothers, mother superiors. <laughs> and I was like, that's really funny. So I started Googling it. And you type in like ghost nun or ghost whatever. And all you got was the band, the heavy metal band, Ghost. And then I was you like... You gotta see ghost. Oh, you gotta see ghost. And uh, that was how and then i told yeah. you i was and like all i'm getting like, is all i'm getting is this is this band, band. and then i was like let's do dead yeah. rock stars it is a heavy Done. metal band where the lead singer looks like a dead a, pope a, a dead pope it's, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun a dead pope yeah he yeah. paints himself so it's like he paints his face white and black eyes like he's kind of like a skull yeah it looks like, like, a, like a skull head and he wears like a you pope know that, that pope big hat. pope, pope hat mm-hmm. yeah pope mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. That's, the giant suppository hat. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, how they dress up on stage. Music not great. No, uh, wardrobe the- theatrical. Top notch. notch. All yeah. right. Well, we didn't do them though. No. But that led us to Rockstar Ghost, and then that's we were right. like, "That'll be fun." And then it is kind of fun, but they're kind of weak sauce. Yeah, the ghosty. I'm gonna look. I'm setting your expectations really high, listeners. Yeah. For this uh, episode 69. Nice. nice. Um. So. Yeah, we're well, just, why yeah. you start no, reading. Yeah, what, like, no, don't, the, don't I'm going to set the bar real low. Because rock stars live interesting lives. Yeah, 
before they die. That is true. And sometimes so the, they die in interesting ways. Yeah. That is also true. So we'll true. have that at least. We, we, we'll have that, yeah. you guys. We'll have funny deaths. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sorry you're dead. Not sorry you're dead. I don't care. You died before I was born. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. No. Um, but Not yeah. related to All you. right. So you're up first this week because I you're am. already drinking your beer. That's yes. how I know that. Yep. <laughs> good. Good. I like your powers of deduction. Yeah. Um, no. So I am going to regale you with the story of the ghost of Mama Cass Christmas Elliot. Past. Yes. Mama Christmas. Cast Elliot. Meals past. Yes. Oh, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. All of meals. Year, it's a lot of meals. There's a lot of meals for mm-hmm. her. Um, I'm just going to regale everybody with the story of my favorite story of all time of Mama Cass, which is the Scooby-Doo episode where yes. she appears and the whole episode is just them making fat but, jokes about yes. her. It's really mean. Oh, it no. Is. is she actually doing a voice on it? Yeah, or? she's actually it's actually her voice. And the whole yep. time she's like, oh, this would be easier if I wasn't so fat. And it'd be like, oh, yeah. I could really use a ham sandwich or whatever. Like, it's the whole episode. Oh, yeah. I was like, Boating. I was like they're, Boating. they're so mean to this poor lady. Yeah. <laughs> But that was like back in the 70s. When yeah, there's back no in the such 70s when nobody gave a shit. She was like, yeah, I'm fat. Yeah. Well, also, she was fat. She was yeah. like 300 pounds. Yeah. But was she that fat? Like. Yeah. She was 300 no, pounds. No, she was a big girl. She was 300 pounds. Was she pounds. tall? No. No. She was like, if look I was at, 300 pounds? When was the last yeah. time you looked at a picture of Mama Cass at her largest? I I don't know. You should that Google that it. Feel, feel free to do it in, right. in the in the she downtime. Was, all right, here you go. I will tell you, you the story, story about her. There are times when she was a big real girl. fat. So Mama oh, real Cass, fat, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna Google Mama Cass fat and see what you're happens. gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get a lot, lot of hits. pictures. <laughs> so Cass Elliot was born. Auto completed. Oh no. <laughs> Mama uh, Cass F became fat. Oh well, she was. Mm. It's true. Sorry, that was yeah. mean, Google. Oh, golly, she was a big girl. Okay, she's like in some of these photos, she's unfortunately posed, yeah. right? But, but yeah, she's a large woman. She was a large woman. So Cass Elliot, she's beach ball sized. She is short. Okay, sorry. That's fine. I'm caught up now. We're good. We're all on the same page. Yep. Yeah. But, so Cass Elliot was born Ellen Naomi Cohen. None uh, of those are Cass. Nope. nope. On September 19th. And none of those are mama either. 1941 in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Ellen adopted the name Cass when she was in high school after supposedly after the actress Peggy Cass. Yeah. Um, The last name Elliot was adopted later um, after uh, in memory of a friend who had died. So that's how she became Cass Elliot. So she's just making up names. She's making up names. She just did a make them up. Yeah. I mean, Cass Elliot sounds a lot better than Ellen Cohen. It's kind of boring. I wouldn't have yeah. I wouldn't have listened to that band. Right. Ellen yeah. and her Cohen's. Mama just, Ellen. The, the Cohen's yeah, and the Papa's. Yeah. I would not have listened. The Cohen's <laughs> and the Papa's. Stupid. It's it's not it's bad for marketing. Yeah. Um so Cass became interested in acting. <laughs> well, my she, humble farmer. Sorry. <laughs> Cass became interested in acting actually while she was in high school and she dropped out of high school right before she graduated so she could move to New York to become a big star. Oh, oh, but I'm sh- Yeah, thank you. Uh. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, I did that <laughs> on purpose. Um, Good setup. Thank you. So she did uh, a tour. How big was she? She? <laughs> she was so big. She was big. <laughs> when her pager went off, people thought she was backing up. <laughs> better than i came up with she was so big she was fat she yeah. was so big she had to shop in the plus size department <laughs> nah. she uh, so big her pants were tight <laughs> i don't 
<laughs> she was so big. She was so big you could use her shits to make a cabin. There you go. Log cabin. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> like, I'm not. Look, Bob's obsessed with butts. You really do Here's go a right things. for the scatological humor. I really do. I love how you thought that there was some sort of thought process behind <laughs> that, other than that it was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Um. So, uh, oh my, God, my first thought in your hypothetical situation was, I don't want to live in a house made of poop. <laughs> Why not? I don't want to enjoy that. It would smell real bad. Um. So, Cass did tour in the musical The Music Man. Um. But then lost the uh, lost out on the next part that she tried out for, which was Miss Marmelstein from the very popular musical I Can Get It For You Wholesale. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Which she lost to Barbara Streisand of all oh, people. Oh wow! If yeah. you're gonna lose oh, to Babs. someone, you might as well lose. That to Babs. really got her I career can going. Get too. it for you wholesale. wholesale. I've never even heard of that musical. No, nope. I went to theater school. Yeah, no, nope. but Babs was in it. Um, so she kind of gave up. She moved. Socks are on sale. I can get it for you wholesale if you buy a lot of them. Otherwise. I'm coming to look for socks and I don't have a lot of money. What can you do for me? Well, I can let me em. tell you about my wholesale deals. Wholesale deals, that's incredible. Wholesale deals. Wholesale deals. Wholesale deals. That's all I got. So. <laughs> Shit. Wholesale. <laughs> jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> you gotta have jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> heavy the breathing. Heavy breathing as they have to the, the big like, dance. The weird, number. awkward smile that yeah. you have to keep plastered on your face yes. when you're done. Stupid theater people. I love to stand. <laughs> <laughs> so he spent so much time doing that guys <laughs> kind of gave up she moved back to or she moved to washington dc so she could go to college she had briefly attended american college okay um which is actually where she caught the singing bugs where she thought oh maybe i can make wait so it she was as in, a professional singer she was in musicals and then she was like i'm not because she wanted to be an actor yeah and then she was like okay I'm not this fucking bad woman taking thing. parts from yeah. me. Fuck that bitch. Maybe yeah. I'll just take away the acting and just do, do, the, do the singing. singing. It might be easier for a rounder woman Plus, such as myself. Plus, she gets out of breath, man. Yeah, dance to do the are dance. hard. No one wanted to be her partner, do the nope. lift. No one could do the lift. <laughs> I don't she think was always just the one in the background doing spinning by spinning. herself. <laughs> Like that, like one drunk toddler in the yep. background of the recital, just like in the background <laughs> spinning, just feeling it by himself. Um, so just eating a sandwich. I guess they put the director. I don't know, Cass. Just spin just in a spin circle. In a circle. Okay. I don't give a shit. No. Um, so Cass's first. Group, she's like eating the prop fruit. It's like made of. She's plastic. actually eating it. <laughs> it's not real. Huh? What? <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm not tasting weird. Scrapple. It's not good. <laughs> Feed me, I'm starving. <laughs> um, Cass's first group was the folk group, The Big Three, in 1963. Oh, man, so many fat jokes. Yeah. Um, that group <laughs> did not last long. It was her and two other skinnier men. Um, that group didn't last <laughs> they long. Were, they were like, they they were were like the number 100. No, they were like the number 101. One yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> 101, yeah. Um, they, the, all the pictures that I saw of, like off their one album that re- they released in 63 was just like a headshot. It was like from the chest up yeah. with mm-hmm. this big old face. Just double chin shots. It was. Yeah. Oh my god! If you look it up, it's just casting this horrible double chin, and I'm Aww. like, oh god. Um, look, the camera adds ten pounds. It's yeah, especially if you cover it in frosting. Yeah, and yeah. ten thousand like pounds. pounds. Um, so that group, like I said, didn't last long. Um, one member left and was replaced by two Canucks. They were just like, hey, Canadians, come on down. <laughs> like two Canadians equals one American. Equals one yep. American. Yeah. That's Isn't a, that's that the exchange how they're like math exchange rate? Right? Math tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they changed their name to the Mugwumps. 
mug mugwumps? Of course they did. Yes. I don't know what that means. They were the opening act for I Can Get It For You Wholesale. Yeah. That's what they played before. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a Harry Potter thing. One of the two Canadians that joined the group was a man named Denny Doherty, who would later be in the group Mamas and Papas with. Sure, sure. Um, So that group lasted eight whole solid months um, before they also broke up. Um, but after that, Cass did a solo thing, and Denny uh, joined the band The New Journeyman with husband and wife duo John and Michelle Phillips. Oh. In 1965, hmm. Denny, Denny persuaded uh, John that Cass should join the group, um, which John was sort of against at first. The story that you'll commonly hear is that... he was happy with his thruple. Is that a little mm-hmm. happy with his thruple. Um, but then, so the story here is that he wasn't sure of Cass's <clears throat> voice fitting with the group. <clears throat> um, but after being smashed she in the just head... sounds like she's gargling ham. Or something. <laughs> um, but after... <laughs> You tried to do it. I saw I, the look I, I on like, your face. I was like, I was like uh, uh, and I was like, I couldn't think of a song. Um, so uh, after she got hit in the head by a pipe, that's uh, how the story goes. Is that she was in the Virgin Islands, which is where Denny and the New Journeymen were, where they were trying to convince John Phillips to let Cass into the group. They were in the Virgin Islands, and so apparently she the story goes by a coconut that she got hit in the head by a uh, copper pipe. Because the building that they were in or the hotel they were in. Cass Elliot was hit in the head with a pipe. That's what she says. Okay. She was hit in the head by a pipe and that after that she had a real bad headache, but her range increased by three notes. You guys, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. I'm going to You've been hit in the head twice. in a folk group now. Yeah. Oh, you See, need to be in a folk group. You know what I bet it was? I bet the first hit on the head turned me into a folk singer. Second hit on the head, reset back reset to normal. Back to yeah, God damn it. Third time's the charm. Yep. God damn it. We, we go, may never go meet you again. <laughs> I was going to be like, hit me again. And then I was like, I can't even joke about it. No, it's, it's not Don't funny. want it. <laughs> um, so after the, her voice in, or, uh, increased her by three increased, notes, yes. John was like, you're it. Uh, the reality is John didn't want to let her in because she was fat. That's oh. the actual reality He's just of a it. jerk. He was just an asshole. Well, yeah, he uh, later got caught, or not caught, but accused of having sex with his own daughter. Yeah, he was a dirtbag. Oh. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, you I don't know. like him. I learned a lot today, I was on and I didn't like it. with him not wanting a fat person in his pop group, because yeah. mm-hmm. I get it. You're trying to sell posters. But right. no, then you went and fucked your daughter, and now I'm not on TV yeah. anymore. I yeah. don't want that poster either. No. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> Would no. not buy that poster. No. Not at I all. They could be arrested. <laughs> So after we <laughs> get on some sort of government list for sure. <laughs> so after renaming themselves the Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> why would you Google that? Well, yeah, I didn't. Why would you even think you about You did. Googling? I saw you Google. You, you, you made the typing motion. I made I, the I typing, typing motion. motion onto the wooden table, yes. I wouldn't even call I, this a wooden table. This is why it's good. You guys don't have Alexa. You're like, hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Find me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, uh, no. Then your Amazon recommendations start to be real, real weird. weird. Yeah. Real weird. <laughs> So after a whole lot of Woody Allen movies, <laughs> <laughs> like almost said Woody Harrelson. What? Yeah. What did Woody ever do? I just, just Woody Allen Polanski movies. Yeah, it's just Polanski. You know, a lot of women say that. Just the wrong Woody. Just the wrong Woody. Yep. Um, so story of my life. Renaming themselves the Mamas and the Papas, they released six albums uh, before they broke up in 1971. Um, after the breakup, Cass would embark on a solo career. Good, good. Um, so is, she attempted a Las Vegas show, um, very scarily dropping 100 pounds in a super unhealthy crash diet in oh six God. months. She was like, it's a Britney, bitch. Pounds, yeah, 100 pounds, pounds in six months. Mm, Jesus. Um, but That's that, a lot. It is. And that created uh, what she said there also uh, a throat ulcer. Or no, a stomach ulcer I that was affected like, she was her. I was say because probably, of all of the vomiting. Yeah. yeah. So she had a stomach <laughs> ulcer and then um, nerves also got to her because of the whole thing. 
Yeah, because she was high on meth and vomiting. And that's <laughs> the only way you drop 100 pounds in, in six, six months. months. Or laxatives. Um, she could have just pooped her way. Uh, I'm back on the poop again. Right. That's just... It's, you like to ride that poop train. You know, you are the poop train conductor, Bob. Look, she pooped herself skinny. That was the joke. I'm not... I you are proud, 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 proud of it. You are. It was funny. <laughs> There's another fat lady pooping a lot. It's funny. It's funny. Shut up. Big fat poops. <laughs> Big fat, the fattest poops. So she dropped. Plop, plop, plop. She dropped 100 pounds, said that she. Um, Bob broke himself. I am so awesome. <laughs> I'm the best. High five. High five me. High five me. Um, but no, so she. Yeah, self high five. I'm the best. So far. Um, so she lost 100 pounds, but then that gave her a stomach ulcer. So how she was trying to fix that was she would drink milk and cream, which gained 50 pounds back in the process. Milk and cream. You know what's good for ulcers is milk and cream? Apparently. That's the now old. she's a barn That's cat? the thing that I've heard, though, that if you do have ulcers to turn into a cat and just drink milk and cream yeah. that actually solves the whole problem i don't understand why that i like could see heartburn you wanting to drink cream there i is, don't I, understand i i look i don't, I don't have a doctor degree no. not a doctor no i don't when have my doctorology <laughs> i am not a doctorologist she's a failed musical theater like, she's student this poor woman who's just been starving herself and the doctors are like you have a stomach ulcer and she was like oh i bet i have to eat sticks of butter now don't i yeah <laughs> just starving oh man and she's, she's like, like oh this. you know what i bet it i bet cotton candy and funnel cake is what's That's gonna fix really that for me that. Excuse. yeah just. exactly so she gained 50 wait so what back. i'm hearing is i need to eat nothing but hard candy yeah and doritos yes. before they existed Look, pr- she's already burritos. out the door. As the yeah. doctor's like, like trying to object, like, that's not that's not what I said. Yeah. Ice cream. I heard you, honey baked tams all day. I heard you. That <laughs> earthquake, like she, the whole building, because she was a yeah. common count. No, she was in Vegas. They thought it was an earthquake. <laughs> she was running so fast. <laughs> no, so but the truth might be. Oh, I saw that turn fat running noise. It's <laughs> 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 like I'm, her feet are like sucking back up into her like blobulous <laughs> body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then after all, she just barrel rolls down the hallway. Yeah, she's exactly. like, fuck it, I'm not she's running anymore. She's just Violet Beauregarding, right? Yes, yeah. she, that's what she is. She's just, they're just going to fucking take her Oopa to the juicing room. Like, doing that. Get those sticks of butter back. Yeah. They have to squeeze. How many cats? got to get sticks of something. It's not going are they, to be are butter. They, are they poops? Bob has his hands crossed in front of his chest like he's so excited yes. that Vanessa's about to tell a poop joke. Like, yes, I was like, wait. there's another opportunity to talk about it. They are indeed poops. <laughs> Butter poops. <laughs> Butter covered poops. I think the uh, subtitle for this episode should be poop. Poops. <laughs> Rockstar ghosts. Parenthetical. Poops. poops. <laughs> Rockstar ghosts who poop <laughs> or anyway Bob, poop you? stars poop stars instead of pop stars they yeah, are poop, they're stars. poop stars but um bob is like giving himself a stitch in the side, side. are you okay babe <laughs> how can i you won't stop laughing oh i'm fine okay I'm good fine. um so she didn't do very well so she you know ended up losing ultimately 50 pounds um she got the nerves got the best of her well, and, and she's she just like just drinking fucking cream bombed. she just bombed she's i guess just gar- she's so phlegmy yeah she's just, just a gargly like phlegmy voice yeah but according to david crosby it was also 
the heroin and the downers that probably oh, affected her performance because according no, to david crosby it's not it's the cream according to david crosby she was a closet junk user that's right. what he called it junk user junk user she's a user of junkery she goes to the junk store and she just yeah. fucking uses all this she calls 1-800 shit. junk all the time 1-800 got junk yeah like we do got it be like can i bring me some bring it to it. me oh i need it all right my veins uh anyway so they were so she was also a fan of doing downers uh as well that's mm-hmm. makes um, sense you like lift yourself up then you gotta you go sleepies it's very yeah. Marilyn monroe it is yeah. and apparently they loved going to london david and uh cast because uh in london they used to have medical mar- or heroin that the doctors used to give in like pill form oh yeah medical heroin mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was it was the craziest thing and so they were a big fan because it was legal you go in and you oh. can just get your fucking and you just be like my elbow hurts heroin for you it's basically oxycontin right like it's, yeah. it's the same shit so they would crush it up um and, and snort, snort it. it yeah yeah um so which is a good way to do heroin oh the snort? smartest way it's the best way you it has never killed anybody definitely man. will not die from that no, no not at all um but she did bounce back uh after this kind of vegas failure because she is a beach ball (laughs) and that's what balls do they bounce back um she did uh sorry mama so she she did two uh television variety shows and a number of she appeared as a guest on a number of talk shows and apparently Um, an episode and and she was on it i even wrote that down including and then she got back into like voice acting and stuff like that or other types of acting so she was you know why because you can do that from a chair yeah jesus christ <laughs> um and then she also decided <laughs> to leave the pop music scene for cabaret because that's life sense. is a cabaret old chum. it is and mm-hmm. she went back to vegas um she and killed did it. a revival of i can get it for you wholesale, wholesale cabaret <laughs> style it was called cabaret parenthetical i, I can, can get, get it, it for you wholesale, wholesale. Um, and that so is, she went back and killed yeah. it like everybody she got really good reviews and she was on a good All career right. she was on high. A, a high, a high yeah, she, was on, she was on a she's career on top of Mount mama cast she was Mount, trending upward yeah she was trending upward great weight wise and popular <laughs> yeah it's good um it's so good. in april 1974 uh cast collapsed before her appearance on the tonight show with johnny carson oh, no. um she was taken to the hospital uh, the hospital that took out bob's gallbladder in burbank mm. nice, um, nice. Was st released. joe's yeah yeah um, oh, good memories of st joe's mm-hmm. oh. um she was released and said that it was exhaustion that caused mm-hmm. her to collapse oh, okay so she in July she flew to London uh, for some shows there for her cabaret show, um, and on the night of July twenty eighth she was seen by Debbie Reynolds and her two children, um, Princess Leia and her brother, mm-hmm. not Princess Todd, Princess Todd <laughs> and Prince Todd, <laughs> Prince Todd and Princess, Princess Leia, Leia. Um, at a party at Mick Jagger's house. Um, she, as you do, as yeah. you just run into baby Princess Leia at a party at Mick Jagger's house. Yeah, <laughs> happened to me on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. We've all we've all been there, we've right? This happened. is that we can all identify with this happened. story. It's just what happens. Um, so she left alone, and that night she died in her sleep at the age of thirty-two. Oh no! So oh, meeting no. Princess Leia killed her. That's what I've learned. Yes. Yeah. That's why Princess Leia herself died. She just couldn't yeah. get over the guilt. She'd, ne- she'd never of looked killing in the mirror. Cass oh. Fifty years later. Fifty yeah. years later, and she was like, "I'm gonna overdose on drugs and kill myself." All right. Yeah. Fair. That's, that's what happened. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, here, we, we've all been there. We can all identify with so it. So now I'm gonna We've all, all killed Mama Cass. Yep. All in some way. Um, this is where I'm gonna get to you about the ha- sorry, ham. Vanessa. Sorry. Just had like sorry. A I squirrel. No. Yep. I'm fine. A ham sandwich controversy of 1974. Yes. The ham sandwich controversy. <laughs> so, 
as people as the urban legend goes yes which i learned about in the austin powers movie yes that's the that was the origin of that myth in my mindset i Uh, don't know if that existed beforehand it did okay it existed um immediately all the ham is brown and it's in my mouth and it's stuck in my throat i got ham stuck in my throat and died so the it's not a great song in no. my windy pipe in my windy <laughs> so the the urban legend goes that mama cass died after choking on a ham sandwich in her apartment in london right that rumor or i guess urban legend was started when a london doctor who did not examine her he was one of the first doctors on the scene um but she there <laughs> he had just been, saw her from across the room and he was like was she like, definitely died from a ham sandwich <laughs> Well, because they did find a half-eaten American. She ate a ham sandwich, and now she's dead. Did no, so they did find in the apartment a half-eaten ham sandwich. Hand sandwich. I think she's a zombie, and he was eating a hand sandwich. She's a yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Just vampires and zombies and all. No, so she's a werewolf. Before they they did an autopsy, and he was like, "Well, her entire carotid artery is is literally wrapped in bacon. It looked delicious. So So clearly, there's a ham sandwich inside of it." Pumping through her veins. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, we tried to. It's thicker were, than normal blood, but quite delicious. <laughs> just sprinkle she it on top of some steak and it's like quite fried lovely. chicken. <laughs> she has a very uh, KFC odor about her. Yeah. Um, 11 no. herbs and spices because there's an H in it. <laughs> because there's a fucking H in it. That's an Eddie Izzard joke. Yeah. Um, no, so the one of the London doctors that were th- was there when she died, this was before the autopsy, he just said, well, obviously she died of choking on a ham sandwich because she's fat, there was a ham sandwich. And she Done. was just like in the living room, just like... She was in her bedroom, she died in her sleep. There wasn't oh, like a ham bed. sandwich in her hand. No, it was like all the way across the room. It was the in room. the room. So Look, he just... She ate the ham sandwich, started to choke, decided to take a nap and died. <laughs> and died. <laughs> Clearly. Look, um, everyone her- knows when you're choking, you nap. Yeah, yes. because you're running out of air and you're getting exactly. tired. So, Look, you will digest it in your sleep. You'll wake yeah, up fine. Fit as a fiddle. <laughs> that's how. That's how like digestion and science work. Yeah, that's yeah. how. Is that not how you guys eat? I just put food in my mouth and then sleep, and Hoping. then I wake up and I've eaten. <laughs> Eat sleep. That's what I do. Yes. Just pouring Sleepy. food in your mouth. Yeah. Just sleeping yeah. with your sleep. Yeah. I just cram as many frosted flakes as my mouth will hold. And then I put my Chug hand over milk. it. You pour cream in your mouth. No, no, no cream. <laughs> no. no you, you, don't, you don't have ulcers or anything. Yeah, so you're exactly. fine. I don't have any don't stomach ulcers. It. I don't need the cream. That's medicinal cream. <laughs> I just pour all the frosted flakes in my mouth. And then I lay back and I go... And then I sleep. And then you wake up. And, and you wake I wake up. Like, oh, I feel great. You wake up full? And I wake up and my teeth are so fresh and clean. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I have the best breath. Oof. I bet. There's no crumbs in my bed. None. <laughs> I don't have to vacuum for hours. Oh, my um, God. But that is simply not true. Um, she actually... <laughs> No, it's definitely true. None, none I of just it was true. proved it's true. None of it was true. Not true. Uh, Mama Cass actually died of heart failure due to obesity. Sure. Um, one I'm of sure her heart muscles the when they did the... And downer she was taking and her that heart was already strained. Probably didn't help. But when they did the autopsy, actually did the autopsy on her, not that uneducated doctor guessed, well, there's a ham sandwich and she's fat. And Look, so she's a fat American. There's a sandwich in the kitchen. Clearly. It's obviously death by sandwich. Clearly. Case closed. Done. <laughs> Um, I went to Oxford. I own a Porsche. Um, one of her. <laughs> I own a Jaguar. I own a Porsche. <laughs> it's me, oh. isn't it? 
young ones um please watch it i've uh, got a summer home in surrey in sussex <laughs> No, um, so when they did the autopsy on her, one of her heart muscles had actually turned to fat. Oh, my oh God. My she God. did have butter pumping through she her veins. She did have oh butter pumping God. through her veins. And she was twice as heavy as she should have been had for somebody her, her height. Part in. of her heart had turned into fat. That. So you are what you eat. Literally. Yeah, literally. literally. You become what you eat. So oh God. kids. Kids eat healthy. Eat healthy. Take care of yourself. This is the moral of the story. Yeah. Um, as we drink beer. No food was found in her windpipe. Even though shocking, shocking, the legend stuck. So because yeah. it's a good story, it yeah, is. Because death by ham sandwich. I mean, that's the Elvis thing too, right? Yeah. It's like he died on the, on the toiler. Yeah, yeah. toiler. Uh, on the I was toilet. gonna let it go. On the toiler. Like, what the fuck's a toiler? <laughs> it's a shitter and a toilet mixed together. Uh-huh. That's what a toiler is. <laughs> what a toilet I got you. Fried banana sandwich on the toilet. I have so much snot in my brain, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's, it's more snot oh, no. than is brain it all at this the way back up to your cookie lobe? It is. <laughs> it's in my it's getting to my cookie lobe. Right now it's in my vocal my vocabulary lobe. Your vocal lobe. It's in my vo- where the words live. It's where <laughs> it's, my words It's in the words from. part. It's from my words. It's, it's by the my- letters. <laughs> it's just sounds, word sounds and mouth sounds, I don't know. Um so in the 1960s, I'm going back to my story. Okay. Um, in the 1960s, Cass had purchased a home in the Laurel Canyon neighborhood, uh, which is actually not far from where we are right now. No, I took Laurel um, Canyon over here today. From Natalie Wood. Um, oh, and death by boatery. Yeah. So, and maybe husbandry. Hus- I'm going to say death by husbandry. Animal husbandry. I think he pushed her in. Um, got into yeah. a fight. He pushed her. She tripped, fell, stumbled over, and she couldn't swim. He was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. you. You'll figure it out. Yeah. And then Christopher Walken was like, I didn't uh, see anything. Hi. I'm still alive. He's drowning. Yeah, I, I don't do a walking, yeah. strangely enough. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was it. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, like so him. when Cass bought the house, it became a party home where her musician friends could just hang out, but you did have to call before you came over. So anybody could show up whenever. They just call up Cass and be like, yo, are you home? Do you mind if I come over? Do you need She'd some ham? Like, yeah, cool. So She's like, bring ham. Bring ham. Bring ham. Uh, yes, you so make it bring, bring ham and heroin. So her friends would show up and uh, like Joni Mitchell, Frank Zappa, David they crushed Cosby, the ham and snorted it, and Eric Clapton. We made ham heroin sandwich. Hammerin sandwich. Hammerin sandwich. Hera ham sandwich. Woody. Just like mom used to make. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> um. So she even introduced. The future band Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It was at her house. She was like, Crosby, "Hey Crosby, Stills, have you met Stills? Hey Crosby, and Stills, have you met, have you Nash? met Nash? Nash?" That's how it happened. Then Neil Young showed up, and they're like, "Get the fuck out!" Well, I think Cass was dead by that time. Oh, so well, you know, yeah. So Cass, that was she was like party so home. When did she die? Seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah. Okay. So she owned the mm-hmm. home, and so after she died, uh, in seventy four, the home would be sold a bunch of times. Ringo Starr lived there for a minute, um, and Dan Aykroyd and his wife Donna bought the house. And the home is actually currently owned by Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, um, interesting. So Dan Aykroyd, uh, as you may or may so not no know. So no one who's been relevant in the last 30, well, 30 years 40 has years. owned this house. True. Okay. Dan, Dan Aykroyd is relevant in the last 30 years. Let's Come on. Be Let's nice. Ghostbusters 30 years ago. I think so. It was in the sure. 80s. Yeah. Look, I don't know. Math uh, numbers. I don't want uh. Be nice to Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poops. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> no, so in case 
I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people know this because Dan Aykroyd co-wrote the movie Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fascinated with the paranormal. Yeah, he uh, likes his, ghosts. His whole family oh, we should have Dan is Aykroyd fascinated. I, yeah, sure, make was, I wrote that down. I was like, we need to have him on our show because his grandfather used to hold seances in their home in Canada. His dad wrote a book called The History of Ghosts, which I now want to read. And he himself uh, says that he's very like attuned to the spirits. Like he doesn't, yeah. He's never seen a ghost, according to Dan. He's never actually seen seen one but he feels their energies bro oh no do they steal his energies bro they no, might no, he just feels them but he just he just, he just feels them he does a little touch like a tushy grab yeah so like a, like a dick right Squeeze. in the small of his back yeah um so be- poke, poke. because of this that's what inspired him to write ghostbusters was his love of the paranormal yeah i love it and he originally wrote the movie for john belushi to play peter venkman which i did not know that he mm. had wrote that part for him but bill murray got it instead but i did know that the character slimer is based on john is it really yeah. yes oh that's fun like the gluttonous just sort of nom, 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 nom. so it's not based on mama Cass. <laughs> no <laughs> it's not um but you could say john and Cass live very similar lives yeah <laughs> very similar lives. Oh, very yeah. similar silhouettes yeah yeah <laughs> They both were real short. Looking at a shadow box, hard to tell one from the other. Mm-hmm. Hard to tell. Mm-hmm. One had longer hair. That was it. That's you true. know, That's it's like could, you yeah. just have to hope her hair's one in a ponytail. Was a, one was a short beach ball, and one was, was a taller, taller beach ball. ball. But only slightly. But just slightly, because they're both real short. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Dan claims that his house, uh, which is on Woodrow Wilson Drive, oh. let's hmm. go look for it, um, is haunted by uh, a couple spirits. So while, like I said, Dan's never seen a ghost, he has felt the energy. And one of those energies is that of a man who died in the house and is buried, I guess, on the property next door or something. Ew. Like oh, he is not God. buried in a cemetery. We don't tend to do that no. in Los Angeles. No. Ever since Los Angeles has been a city, it's kind of been a bigger city. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've never really done the like family plot in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Shit. No. So it's unusual that there's and If it's up in the hills and there's a there. mudslide, there goes grandma. There goes, you know? And those houses up in the hills have tiny backyards. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And they like, fall down a lot, too. Yes, exactly. Well, this property actually has over And they're an just acre. mud and mountain lions. They really... <laughs> but this this has a fairly significant backyard. There's like over an acre. Like, oh, wow. Oh, so he gorgeous. just has a hill. Yeah. He just owns a mountain. He owns a mountain. Okay. One acre of a mountain. Um, But he felt the energy of a man crawling into bed with him. He actually saw the imprint on the mattress. And so instead of being scared... Two big fat butt cheeks. Just yep, plop, plop. Just plop, plop. And then so instead of being scared and running away, Dan just like snuggled up. To the uh, to the ghost, <laughs> he said, "Ghost cuddles." This is mm-hmm. ghost cuddles. Um, but he also says that the other spirit to haunt the home is that of Mama Cass, um, and he believes it is her because he feels she smells like ham because he feels a large presence. Oh no, oh. she's bigger than life. <laughs> and also, the spirit frequently moves jewelry around the dresser. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, she likes shiny, and she also um, likes to turn on the stairmaster. Oh no! Oh, so she's, she's trying crash to lose dieting. She's in the dieting oh, in the no. afterlife. She's just eating sticks of sticks of butter. Sticks of butter. Sticks of butter on the stairmaster. Sticks on the stairmaster. Sticks of butter on the stairmaster. So yeah, and uh, that's the only story I could find. <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo has nothing, and Dan is just because he loves ghosties. He's like open to it. Yes. Yeah. So and know. that's the only place that she haunts is that house on Laurel. That's that I found or I cared to look for. That's well, pretty cool. I wonder yeah. if we could go find that house. I bet we could find the address. I have the address. No, no, I, no, I have it. it. It's seven something Woodrow Wilson Drive. We could definitely find it. Uh, I really so, enjoyed that story. <laughs> so that brings me to my beer, yep. which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, which is Mama's Little Yellow Pills. <laughs> it's so heartless. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's so heartless. It is. Because it's mama. Pretty, this is like a joke I would make, not a joke she would make. It's so mean and I love it. <laughs> because mama liked herself some pills. Uh, I don't know if they're of the yellow variety. But is it like an ironic can, little, like when you call a big fat guy tiny? Like mama yeah, little. Yeah, little. Little, <laughs> little, little mama's. Little yeah. mama. Big bag of pills. Uh, it is a mountain pilsner, uh, brewed and canned by the Oscar Blues Oscar. Brewery. Uh, Oscar Blues is a great brewery. Uh, yes, located in Longmont, Colorado. Yeah. And it's mama tried. And it is mama tried. It is 4.7% alcohol. Yeah, it's good. it's beer flavored beer. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Pack it in, pack it out, recycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super tasty though. I mean, like hands up, hands it's, down. It's a good pilsner. Yeah, you, you'll have a hard time getting mad it's, at it. It's a pilsner flavored pilsner, and if you're into that, this four point seven percent, and you can drink a million of them. Yeah, so yeah, and I you, recommend it. This is a hardcore a porch pounder. You could have a million of these. Yeah, I like the can. It's like golden, um, and then black with a little bit of whites in it. It's it's an, it's a cool can. It's yeah. fun. I like it. Yeah. I like craft beer in a can. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> it is. It's good fun. Uh, so yeah, that is my story and that is my beer. Yay! Well, I enjoyed it. And you're going to enjoy part two after Bye. we come back, after we go to the bathroom, because we probably have to go to the bathroom because I've been drinking a lot of water and beer and things. Boops! I thought Bob stole my cold open for a second. Like the welcome back from oh, the whatever. Oh, he was not. Because I thought NPR voice. I was like, Bob, you motherfucker. Yep. No. Melissa's I'm always to start. the one who rings us back from a cold open. Yeah. And I have to. It's my job. And I gave myself <laughs> you yeah. had one job. I had one job. And then you got mad at me for nothing. So that was fun for me. I didn't get mad. Do you want me to get mad? You do, you do seem a little agitated. See what I'm talking about? This is unbelievable. See what I'm See what I'm doing? Fuck. <laughs> you prima donna. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you two fucks just talk and I'll shut up? You know what? Happy Mother's Day podcast, mom. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful bastards. Ungrateful shit. Everything I do for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you to shut up and... I made you salad. <laughs> I did. Made you, I put a chicken in it. I gave you wheat thins. <laughs> you cocksuckers. I didn't need to buy them or give them to you. I brought you beet crackers. Weird vinegar flavored beet crackers. We have wheat thins. you bought for yourself. Wheat thins <laughs> and beet thins. I shared them with you. After you didn't like them. <laughs> after I wasn't <laughs> sure if I liked them or not. <laughs> I know I like with this. <laughs> it's like, just so we're clear, I may have liked them. I wasn't sure. Fine. You know what? Fine. Let's talk. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I know. I think what you that can is. do the whole second half of the podcast in that voice. In no. And then tomorrow, you will have a no voice. And then I'll have no voice. No. You won't have to go to work because you'll sound bad. No, I have to go to work. Okay. Yeah, if you, you guys didn't bad. want to record the second half of our podcast just now, you are not going to be a treat at work tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be—you'll just hear from behind closed doors, just like. <coughs> Melissa, why don't you go home? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You go home. <laughs> why don't you go home? No, it's fine. Me and the me and the, the boogers that are in my left nostril currently. We're just gonna sit here. Oh, they've retreated from the cookie lobe. That's good. They're, well, good. no, they're back from the cookie are they, lobe. Are they still they're in the still, word? In the it's word? Still up in they're my still cookie making lobe. Advancements in the yeah. word quadrant. They are. They're st- it's still everywhere. It's just so much snot in my head. Yeah, it's fine. In your hair, zombie. Boogers. Boogers. Speaking of, Boogers. Hey, speaking of dead star rock star, she's dead. <laughs> oh, and I brought us back. Hey. Oh, that's a good transition. Yeah, Thank podcast you. mom, bringing us back home. Yeah, that's what you do. Look, it's the one thing I'm good at. That's why you do. It's why I'm podcast mom. <laughs> All right. So I also have brought you the story of a dead rock star. Yay. That's and I have brought you the story of young James Douglas 
Morrison. Yes, mm. Jimmy. Little Jimmy Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jim Morrison, that's the rock star that I've picked because he's one sexy rock star. Sure, sure. Two dead. Yeah, yep. yeah. Three ghosts. Three ghosts. Yeah, those were my criteria. He's ticking all the boxes. He ticked all those boxes. Check. <laughs> uh, so James Douglas Morrison was born on December eighth in nineteen forty three. Mm. In Melbourne, Florida, which I did not know his place. No. Sup, Melbourne. He's a Floridian. He is a That well, explains so much. Yeah, I was so going to say that. That much. really explains well, a lot. Well, he was. It so explains pulling your his, dick out. It explains all the. Everything. Yeah. Love of alligators. So he did. He did often bring out his dick in front of alligators. Yeah. That was his thing. That was, He was like, <laughs> and, hey, alligators, look and, at this. And, it, and his dick was shaped like a cartoon mouse. Yeah. It's uh, all me Florida. Two times. Um, I got a gator. So his dad was in the Navy. In, in the, the Navy. Navy. His dad was a rear admiral. Which I was like, really? No, he wasn't. Really? really? No, he yeah, wasn't. yeah, his dad was a rear admiral. He in took the it United up the States butt a lot. Other. Um, he was like sort of a big to-doings. Um, he was like a big muckety-muck in the Ew. Navy. Apparently, he was like in charge of some big naval battle. Look, guys, fucking history. I didn't look into it. He was in charge of some big naval battle that led to us having to go to war in Vietnam. Like, it's mm. sort of Jim oh. Morrison's dad's fault why why Vietnam happened. I mean, Way to go, someone Jim. told Papa Morrison to do it. Sure. Um, but you but know the Navy's tra- gonna blame But him. like I just feel like If he'd been better at his job Maybe we wouldn't have gone to Vietnam Look yeah. I said it I don't take it back Come at me Come at me Come yeah. at me fucking Viet- Vietnam Fans of the Vietnam War Come at me Yeah If um, there are any so Still after his, all this time You suck it, it gave his kid Something to do with All of his complaint rock though So I mean uh, I'm not really um, Oh okay I don't know. <laughs> so he's... I didn't listen to The Doors. So <laughs> we, we discussed this. Oh, uh, yeah. I learned Bob, Engineer Bob, not a fan of The Doors. No, no, I was all. thinking I was going to walk Mom isn't into either. like a, like a, oh, yay, The Doors, because I like The Doors. But I don't I, know why I thought that, because we kind of don't like any of the same music. Yeah, currently, yeah, my that's, favorite, that's I like accurate. no effects. Yeah, we can agree on that. Yeah. My <laughs> current my current shit is uh, a lot of weird heavy metal bands. Yeah, yes, but that's I I guess I thought like seventies rock could also be your shit. Nope. It is mine, just not the Doors. Interesting. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, because they were a big part of it. I know. <laughs> don't we're, like that part. We're gonna get there. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Sexy as hell, that man. Okay, so his dad is a poop admiral. In the United States Navy, he had a younger sister and a younger brother who were born like fairly close to each other, but far from Jim. Ah. So Jimmy is like five, six years older than them. Gotcha. Um, So while he was born, they were incestuous. Gross. Gross. Yes. What incest in both stories? No. Sixty (laughs) nine. Nice. Nice. Um, so while he was born in Florida, because his dad was in the Navy, he grew up sort of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there are lots of towns that are just like, we're the hometown of Jim Morrison. And it's no, like not. you no, and 17 not. other fucking towns. <laughs> yeah. So um, in the time that he uh, he lived in San Diego, then in Fairfax County, Virginia. So San Diego, California. Then in Fairfax County, Virginia. Then in Kingsville, Texas. Then in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Then back Millions. to San Diego. Then in Almeda, which is in another part of California. Then he moved to Alexandria, Virginia, which is basically like a suburb of Washington, D.C. And that's when he graduated high school. Hmm. Fun, Fun story. Mm-hmm. He and Mama Cass went to the same, same high, high school, school. Oh. In, in Alexandria, Virginia. He's two years crazy. younger than Mama Cass. Um, yes, because she was born in 41. That's how math works. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that how math works? Mm-hmm. How many socks is that? 
two. <laughs> two socks. It's a left and a right sock. Wow. <laughs> I almost shot that beer across the room. That's incredible. <laughs> That's how math works. Um, yes. So he went to the same high school as mom guess. I was I said they graduated from the same high school, but she did not graduate. No, she did not uh graduate. How did she, she get into uh, in college? You she can, didn't get she it. got probably her good enough degree. But she went to Oh yeah, that's you can get a good enough degree and then go get, to college. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's fine. Uh, did they have good enough degrees in the fucking sixties? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Whatever. Send us an email, booze and bruise podcast. If you have a GED, we don't care. <laughs> Come at us. Come at us, dum dums. <laughs> <laughs> what if they have bad life circumstances and they're not stupid? Sorry, then prove oh, me wrong. Yeah. My brain is all like, but they might be real smart, and they just couldn't because they like lost their house in a fire, and then yeah. they had so to go ev- to work. So everyone at this high school was like, they thought Mama Cass was who was going to grow up to be like the famous musician, and like she kind of was. Yes, she so, was a famous ham sandwich. Yes, yeah, so a famous ham sandwich choker on her. The most famous of all ham sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would wear a choker with a ham sandwich. Yeah, on exactly. It. It, had a little, it had a little ham sandwich charm on yeah, it. It did. It had a little pig covered little pig. in bread. Unclunk. It was like very it was, it was very we need to make bizarre. these necklaces <laughs> ham sandwich, sandwich choker yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just call it the mama, mama cast and not explain yeah. Yeah. you don't get it you don't get it you are not a fan of this show um so as a child he was a vociferous reader Oh, good use of the word um, he was, uh, Thank you. I stole that from Wikipedia. He was mostly into like philosophy and poetry. So he... Does he know Vanessa Redgrave? <laughs> Bob got that joke. You didn't get that joke. I and that's fine. That joke. We'll show you later. Yeah. All right, it's a good you. joke. Uh, I like to tell people I'm named after Vanessa Redgrave. Oh. Because Vanessa's sister's name is Lynn and my name is Vanessa Lynn. You are, oh, I like uh, that. You are a Redgrave. N- do, do people go for it? Yes. People are often like, oh, that's interesting. Because the truth of the matter is, I was named after some other random girl. Have I told this story on the podcast? I don't know. Not the podcast you've told me, though. Okay. Well, tell me the story. So when I was born, my parents were going to name me Amanda Sue. Mm Mm-hmm. Amanda Sue Singleton. And then after I was born, I was a beautiful, big, fat, fucking mama cast baby. <laughs> big, fat child, Vanessa was. And my grandmother, my mother's mother, was like, if you name her that, her initials will be ass. Ah! Which would have been awesome. So then my parents were like... I'm real sad I didn't get that. So then my parents were like... I was waiting. I was like, fuck. So then I was baby girl Singleton for like a half of a day. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like in the recovery room and this very friendly black woman wheeled into the recovery room and she was like... I just had a baby girl as well. They're chatting. My mom said, what did you name your baby girl? She said, I named her Vanessa Lynn. My mom said, that's good enough. And named me after this other baby who was born in the same hospital the same day as me. Because bitch couldn't come up with another name on her own. <sighs> wow. Yes. Good, good enough name. Yes. Well, and. Well, this is the woman who also said, I guess, when. Said okay. Okay. This is like shit on my mom day. So when my sister, my I have an older sister, she was supposed to be a boy, mm. and they were going to name her Alan. Mm-hmm. And then she was born, and they were like, surprise, vagina, she's a girl. And then my parents were like, fuck, we don't know what to name them. And the nurse's name was Rebecca, and so my parents named her Rebecca. Rebecca. My parents not good at names. Yeah, they, they just, just like look look around at the room it's and point like at shit. I spy to name their children. Rebecca. 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 Uh, good name. Ivy. 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 It'll be Ivy Singleton. Good name. Good name. <laughs> Are her initials some sort of curse word? Nope. No. No. Good. Done. Put it in the paperwork. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Um, so, little Jimmy Morrison was a vociferous reader. Mm-hmm. 
So his senior year in high school, his English teacher said, Jim read as much and probably more than any student in the class. Mm. But everything he read was so offbeat. I had to have another teacher who was going to visit the Library of Congress check to see if the books Jim was reported reading actually existed. Because he's reading such fucking weird, obscure works. The teacher has never even heard of them. I suspected he was making them up as they were English books on the 16th and 17th century demonology. I've never heard of them. Shocking. (laughs) Uh, But they existed, and I'm convinced he read them because the papers he wrote on them were quite good, uh, and the Library of Congress was the only place we could have sourced them. So, like, they had to... I don't know how little Jimmy Morrison found these books, but he was reading books on 16th century English demonology that they had to go into the Library of Congress to confirm was a real fucking book. That's where he He would contact a demon and be like, hey, you're pretty cool. And he's like, well, have I got a book for you? He was like, look, let me sell you my ebook. It's $5.99 for a digital Because Alexandria is a suburb of D.C. Yeah. just take the train into the Library of Congress and get a demon book. Because he was the original hipster... He would find some obscure book. Yes. He'd get and a then on 16th century demonology. And read yes. it. English read it. demonology. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not American like, not demonology. American Colombian demonology. demonology. Yeah. So he mostly what he read were like old English writers or French writers. And then he also got super into the like beatnik po- fucking poetry. Sure. So like the Ginsburg. The, he thought Kerouac was Kerouac the, yeah, the was best. Kerouac was the great guy. Yeah. Like never own a rug. He was that kind yeah. of guy. He was into I'm it. I'm going to have just, an alley named after me where I passed out all the time. Yeah. He just wanted to go into the wild and never come back mm-hmm. um so then in 1962 he went to florida state university and he went to florida state university because because that's by where grandma lived and he oh. could move in with grandma mm. it's a lot cheaper yep yep so he moved in and he went to fsu for a couple years he was kicked out for, for showing his dick no he was kicked out for everything that been said. My he was kicked out for pulling a prank at oh. a football game dick so then i was like okay what was the prank and i had to like kind of deep dive to figure it out like sure. it's on like the third page of google search wow. results um and near as i can tell is because i was just like what does teenage jim morrison think is funny yeah you know near as i can tell it wasn't actually a prank it was just that he came to the football game super fucking drunk and there okay. was an off-duty police officer at the game who'd like put his stuff down next to him mm-hmm. and jim walked over and like picked up his umbrella and was just like hey, an umbrella and then walked off with it and then the a police guy. officer was like i'm gonna arrest you for being drunk in public and for stealing my umbrella whatever yeah, yeah well. was my umbrella now man I thought he was gonna like piss in his stuff or something. I thought yeah. he was gonna like have done some sort of like yeah. counterculture, like fuck it to the man. Like no, he's just yeah. drunk he's and stole and walked off with someone's umbrella. Near that's a psychic top. That's mm. boring. Um, yeah, it's not great. Also, though, while he was at FSU, he starred in because he was a theater student. He was an actor. Of course. Um, he starred in a promotional video trying to get people to like donate money to Florida State, um, which exists online yes on youtube mm-hmm. that's it's delightful awesome. he has like a wally in the beef haircut and he plays oh, yeah. the character of this guy who is like trying to get into fsu but can't get in so he like walks it's all black and white he walks out to his mailbox and he opens the mailbox doesn't and have then an he acceptance he looks at the mail and then he looks sad and then he rereads it and then he looks sad and then it like i didn't get into college yeah and there's a bunch of voiceover and then it cuts to like he's interviewing the dean about why he didn't get into college 
don't know why that would happen and he's like why didn't my parents prepare me for college and the dean's like yes parents should prepare you for college by giving money to our college like that was pretty wow. much the jocks of the holy shit but the whole video is basically like why were my parents not preparing me my parents did not help me to get to college well help yourself dickhole and they were like over the next 20 years one in three students will go to college and i was just like those are bold numbers yeah, yeah. jesus especially in florida um but so it's very funny and if you one want to will have watch a teeth. two minute video on youtube you can watch it oh, um good. so after he got kicked out of fsu he like shit around florida for a little bit and then eventually he got into uh ucla so we moved out to la so i like to say as one door closed another door opened but um because he was in a band called the doors <laughs> I don't get it. I, I did get the joke. No, I know. Uh, it was good. No. It was a solid joke. Friend, yep. I didn't get it. You need to so it he was me. accepted to UCLA in 1964. He went to their to film school um, where he eventually graduated with a film degree. But while he was there, he got super into, they had like a surrealist theater program about like, what is life? What is art? Oh Everything God, is death. 60s. Which just feels right up his fucking alley. Mm. So he was about it. 16th century um, English demonology. So he graduated in 65, which I don't understand how he transferred in 64 and graduated in 65. He's very smart. Course. Very smart. He is really smart. He had a really high IQ. Um, yeah. He was also well, when like... you're in like an experimental theater yeah, bullshit exactly. thing, you're like, oh, he seems to get it. It was I like, don't know. wait, wait. He stopped in the middle of the final, took a shit on the desk and walked out. A plus. A plus. A plus. Shot um, up heroin and then just passed out. Yeah, that's he was, perfect. He was like a big drinker and he was obviously into recreational drug use already at this time. Um, and while he was at UCLA, is also when he met Pam Greer. Corson. Oh. I think that's her last name. I almost said Pam Greer. Pam Greer. He met Pam Greer, mm-hmm. um, and they became sort of like lifelong partners. Ah. They were he like they called each other like my spiritual. My spirit animal or something. Mm-hmm. They were like they never got they married. Didn't play about but they it. They spent a really long fucking time together. One man show. Yes, exactly. Nobody saw it. They all they both shit on stage together. Their shits became one shit. It was it's a whole like fucking G. G. thing. It's like Gigi Allen. Now that I would watch. Now that he took a shit on stage and threw it at people like a monkey. Yes. Yeah. Gigi Allen Sometimes had mental health problems. What? G. G. Allen the human had, body can withstand quite yeah. a bit. You can eat poop. Yeah. He he had mental health problems. Gigi Allen was the best he's way he dead poop you agree should, to disagree you should this is this this goes to our deep schism in music <laughs> i think Gigi allen is great all right <laughs> anyway okay so after he graduated in 1965 he actually lived on a rooftop in venice he lived on the rooftop of like a friend of his who was a photographer no, of course he did and, of course yes, he did he lived on a fucking rooftop and the only thing he would eat is he would walk around the neighborhood and he would pick oranges and avocados off of people's trees uh-huh. and that's he like lived on like hallucinogens and avocados <laughs> for like an entire that's summer that's the california experience that i really think. is I original fucking hipster man oh my God. just barefoot in venice eating an avocado avocado yeah While just tripping ju- balls yeah just fucking high as oh shit oh my god um so it was at that time that he met ray which he became really good friends with and they eventually formed the doors together um so they started a band it was like the two of them then they auditioned other people to bring in the other member so they're like the two founding members the band is named after doors after after doors after their love <laughs> of the, door. the, the thing that keeps stuff in and out no hmm. after aldous huxley's um the doors of perception hmm. um which is which is based on a william blake quote um which i was just like damn dude you're like fucking getting into it man um 
did, a did reference you, to unlocking oh, the doors oh. of perception through psychedelic drug use. Huxley's own title was a quotation from William Blake's The Marriage of Heaven and Hell, in which Blake wrote, if the doors to perception were cleansed, everything would appear to man as it is infinite. Yeah, super fucking high on LSD. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of acid. Ooh. There was a lot of acid in Venice in the fucking sixties. Yes, yeah. there still is. Shocker. They should have just named themselves the drugs. Yeah, <laughs> we are the LSDs. <laughs> there we're the drugsmen. Yes, <laughs> we're the drunkards. Um, so they they formed the band in nineteen. 19- the drug boys. That's like the pop version. <laughs> yeah, the pop version. We're the drug boys. Drug boys. Drug boys. It's all auto tuned. Yeah. Me two times. Um, they have Backstreet Boys dance moves. I've gone away. <laughs> gone away. Um, okay, so they formed the band in 1965. There were a bunch of articles that were like, they like paid their dues working on... No, they got famous by fucking 66. They wow. were opening for Van Morrison at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. They like... Yeah. They hit it pretty big pretty, good. pretty quick well you know how they got that gig was jim was like well that's my name too and he, they were like yeah it is let's well, do it and what's funny is like jim was writing all of their songs he was the front man obviously he doesn't play instruments apparently no. he plays the piano but he doesn't play he plays like the bongos on the albums he doesn't He's play matthew any McConaughey. <laughs> he um, is matthew mcconaughey yeah, yeah kind of um but he he so they were opening for Van Morrison and he would like see Van's performance and be like that's what a fucking rock star looks like and he kind of based his entire career on just doing a Van Morrison impersonation stole it Um, and then Scott Weiland made a career of being Jim Morrison so did a lot of rockers from the fucking 90s in his defense in Weiland's defense no Um, he's dead too so he gets no time everyone's dead I looked for him as a ghost couldn't find it um, not yet. He, he not needs yet. a little bit more time. He has, um, he's still cooking. <laughs> in hell. He's yeah. still working on it. <laughs> it's not quite here yet. Not quite here yet. Um, so, yeah. So, in 66, they were opening um, for Van Morrison and the Whiskey A Go-Go. By 67, they were opening on tour for Simon and Garfunkel. And that's also when their first album dropped, Light My Fire. And then Light My Fire spent three weeks at the number one spot. So, within two years of creating a band, they were like... Living Number on the one. top of the Billboard charts, wow. they were living on top of an apartment in Venice. They were no longer living on top of an apartment yeah. in Venice and eating avocados. They were they on were top now, of the world, yeah, hanging out with Simon and Garfunkel. They could afford Whole Foods, which I feel like if you, I'm a fan of both Simon and Garfunkel and The Doors, but I feel like if I was going to a Simon and Garfunkel concert, my head would not be prepared for, for the early doors. doors. Yeah, agreed. We agree on Simon and Garfunkel, so oh, that's I'm a good. Big Simon and Garfunkel fan. There go. They're okay. why I learned how to play guitar. Oh, there you go. Yeah, big fan. So I have no much of, of learning how to play the boxer because it's like the easiest song they have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, so in 67, they were also on the Ed Sullivan show, which is like one of the things that shot them into superstardom. Yeah. Hey, everybody, um, it was a really good show. Uh, that was a good Ed Sullivan. Yeah, that was a good Ed Sullivan. <laughs> so he goes, so Ed Sullivan reaches out to him and he says, hey, I want you to do like two songs. I want one of them to be Light My Fire but you can't sing the lyric, girl, we couldn't get much higher. They were like, we're afraid it's like, people are going to see it as a drug use reference. Well, it is. No like, shit, Sullivan. It is a drug use oh. reference. Um, so he said, I need you to say, girl, we couldn't get much better instead. So the band was like, oh, we don't know, artistic integrity. And they were like, this is the only way we're going to put you on the show. And they were like, okay, fine, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Then oh. they go back to their dressing room and they were like, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah, no. It's a live fucking TV show. Yeah. So they go out, they do it their way. Yeah. Um, just like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Uh, he's fucking 
pissed. Ed Sullivan is pissed. You can if there's clips of this on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. They finish their performance. He walks over to them and is like grumpy face, and oh. they try and shake his hand, and he refuses to shake their hand. <laughs> He's so fucking pissed at them. And the producer is like, "That's it. You're ruined. You'll never play on the Ed Sullivan show again." Yeah. And sure. Jim Morrison said. Man, we just fucking did the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> yes. Because he's high on LSD. Because yeah. he couldn't get much higher. Nope. Um, so then, so that was their, that was all off of their first album. So then in 68, they released their second album. Wait. Nope. In 67, no. they released their second album, Strange Days, which is kind of what made them like into a very, like, they had become famous. Then like, okay, the second album, it drops. It's already huge. It, they're the fucking Taylor Swift of their day. Aha. They're selling out iTunes. Um, they're also, which I think is weird. I did not know. Strange Days has a cover of a song from a Bertolt Brecht opera on it. Really? I was like... You damn! Do you have that album? No. Oh. But I was just like, I don't, I, I, I don't even remember what song it is. But I was just like, who covers a fucking Bertolt Breck opera, opera? song? Jim Morrison. On it, yeah. That. Oh, Mike Patton, hipster. hipster shit, man. Yeah. He is OG hipster. Fucking yeah. hipster shit. He was like, oh, I'm a big fan of like German impressionist <sighs> theater, love opera. A fucking weirdo. No, Mike Patton did a whole album of like opera music. That's the guy from Faith No More. No. Well, that okay. guy oh. is a weirdo. He's awesome. They're all. He, he is, is on a bunch of. Uh, I think he appears on a on a um uh that one band album. Ugh. Oh, that one. That yeah. one. That uh, one band yeah, album. Does. Music time. Yeah, thing. music son songs. Bu- uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, son of a butt. Yeah. Well, I do like Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah. So you should appreciate that. Ooh, fans of the show, Google that shit. Yeah, get then ready to get, get ready to listen to what my li- wife listens to. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, Melly likes very angry music. I have a lot of rage. <laughs> I'm just fucking in my car listening to Song of Silence and I get in her car and it's like, <laughs> we are very different people. Accurate. <laughs> Um, oh my god okay so then in 68 they released their third album waiting for the sun which is also the first time that they started touring in europe so it's the uh-huh. first time any of them went to europe and they were just like oh dude they let rock stars get away with a lot of shit in europe that we don't do in america <laughs> yeah so then they started doing a bunch of heavy drugs they started just being drunk all the fucking time <laughs> that's where they could just go to the doctor's office and get like pill yeah heroin. just go get all the pills yeah. go yes. to the pill doctors yes exactly and this is also 68 which if you're keeping track that's three years into forming the band three albums three in. albums three this years. is also the album that has the song lyric in it where he calls himself the lizard king which is why people call jim morrison the lizard, lizard king, king. Mm. which i did not know and had to google mm. well now you know so in 69 know, a year know, later yeah they released the soft parade um their fourth album mm. and at this point he is jim morrison is just kind of fucking drunk all the goddamn time he's like drunk and he's like high on drugs all the time and because he's all the drinky drinks he starts to get a little puffy oh yes (laughs) he starts to marlon brando out a little bit so then his leather pants they don't fit so good anymore (laughs) but you know what he says to that i got a solution so then he starts wearing like baggy denim pants and t-shirts while performing not as good. Like people the girls showed up to see like, half naked the lizard king. Yes, in his fucking tight ass leather pants with his '60s six pack, and he's like a big fat beer dude in a like Heineken t shirt <laughs> and bugle boy jeans. Yeah, Junko, please, Junkos. <laughs> they were hey, they were fubu. They were fubus. <laughs> they were fubu. 
Oh my god. Um, so this was also while they were touring for this album. This was when he first notoriously started whipping his dick out it's because they were when, uncomfortable well yeah. because people tight on the people tight. would be like you're drunk you're slurring your words you're forgetting the lyrics to the songs and they'd start to be like losing interest and so he just ever here's my showman dick. yeah he'd be like i'm losing them here's my dick guys want to see my dick <laughs> um is pretty to which big most of the time people responded positively yeah they were like hey. ah, that's um, a good who dick did not respond positively was the florida police who the arrested police department him. yeah sure and we're like, we do not desire to see your dick in a public space, uh, Mr. Morrison. Everybody seemed to like it. Doesn't well, matter. People like my dick. Yeah. Doesn't um, matter. No. So it went over he, great in Europe. <laughs> so he was arrested because he, he had to serve six months in jail and had to pay a fine. Um, but because he was arrested and because he kept like whipping his dick out, a bunch of venues canceled. So <laughs> then like half of the tour got canceled. So then they were like, we're in a little bit of trouble. Like things aren't going well. Like well, who's who's coming in next week? Uh, we Old got, uh, Dick we got, yeah, we, had, we got Simon and Garfunkel And oh it's that penis guy again <laughs> fun, <laughs> fun fact Let's cancel the penis yeah, band Yeah let's cancel the penis guy Well, I've, I've Let's been... cancel the fat penis band <laughs> Bloated penis band Yeah the band. puffy penis band the puffy penis no, boys Fun uh, fact for me I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Yeah And they do have a Jim Morrison section And I did <laughs> see a letter That one of the attorneys general Sent to his mom And was hmm. like can you please get him to stop taking his penis out? <laughs> we will drop charges if you get him to agree never to take his dick out again. Like, and mom gave that letter to oh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, and what's funny, well, not funny, but what's interesting about that is that uh, Jim, he cut off all contact with his family around the time he moved to Los Angeles. So like before he was famous, he stopped talking to them altogether. Ah. In a bunch of interviews in the early days of the band, he'd say his whole family was dead. He'd say Jesus. he was an only child Whoa. and his or he was a dot, he was an orphan. He said all these fucking lies. Well, imagine if your dad your was responsible like a, for the Vietnam War. Well, yeah. and your dad's like a strict he used to do this thing called um, dressing down Which they do in the military Because uh-huh. his dad Is like said in interviews Like I never hit my kids I don't know why He like grow up To be so cranky at me Because he wouldn't Hit them But what he would do Is if they did anything wrong He would make them Like stand at attention In the living room And scream at them Until they cried And broke down mm. And it was like Yeah Yeah it's probably Not a good thing To do to like no, A six year old Probably not no, I mean it's not hitting him, but it might as yeah. well be. When one of the one of his neighbors for for his family like got the Doors first album and showed it to his dad and was like, "Look, your son has an album. Like the he's on the cover of this album. Yeah. This album is like number one." Yeah. And he listened to the music and then he wrote Jim a letter that was just like, "You need to stop. You're embarrassing me and your mother. You're Whoa. not good at music." <laughs> Whoa. So like, this is fu- terrible. It's funny that they would write a letter to his mom and be like, "Get him to stop." Because oh, they he had, had no stopped idea. talking to his family. Like, yeah. Years and years earlier. Well, you know, Jimmy doesn't really listen he to me anymore. He doesn't check in anymore. No, I haven't received a letter. But I mean, I will talk. I'll call him. But I do Ooh. like that. That's how, like, the police's way or the attorney's general way of being like, "Look, Could you please, can get you please, him mom, mom, to can stop you just, pulling his There's a lot of good out. Mother's Day polls in this episode. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> Yay. Um, it didn't work. He kept whipping his dick out. Yeah. Mother's love did nothing. Guys, did what nothing. Do you, what do you, what no. do you say if we change the name of the band from the Doors to the Dicks? The exposed puff, puff, puffy peen to Jimmy. puffy peens. J- Jimmy the, the puffy peen. Puffy peens. Jimmy with the puffy peens. Jimmy with the puffy peen. Like Becky with the good Becky hair. Becky with the good yeah. hair. Jimmy with the puffy peens. Jimmy beans. with the puffy peens. Um, so then in 1970, they released an album called Morrison Hotel, which was a little bit of a departure from their original sound. It was like a two side album. Like one was very yeah. different from the other side. They were like trying to get all fucking autistic and shit. Mm. Um, 
And then they were like, we need a little bit of a break from you, Jimmy. You are crazy. Okay. So they took a break ah. um, for, I assume, a couple of months. Because <laughs> a year later, they released another album. They released an album a year for like six years in a row. That's wow. pretty impressive. Yes. it's And there, but that's there's very good shit on the albums. Agree to disagree. There's good shit on the albums. I didn't argue well, it. Well, no, the Beatles, think about it. They released an album oh, yeah. a year for a bunch of years. That's like a very 60s thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 They were like, we have to capitalize on this. So after, so they didn't really tour to promote uh, Morrison Hotel. Um, so, but then they got back together again to re- in 1970 to record the album "L.A. Woman," their sixth album, and it's the last album that features Jim. Um, and they recorded in this tiny little abandoned storefront in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to come back to. Um, <laughs> but so after he recorded the album, like he was like, I feel good about this. Like I got to get back to my roots. Like this is back to our original door sound. LA woman has a bunch of fucking, if you've ever listened to like a doors, number one album, mm-hmm. like four, like half of them are from this album, which is their sixth album. Oh, okay. Um, these are the puffy days too. Yes, he's puffy at this point. Yeah. So he's like, I need to like check. I need to work on myself. I need to a little me time. Mm. I need to go to the gym. So him, yoga. Yeah. So him and his girlfriend, life partner, yoga. cosmic partner, Pam, um, go to Paris. They move to Paris. And he's like, I'm well, going like, to like, I'm gonna handed hit, to people. I'm gonna hit the reset button. And he used to just wander around the city all day and all night. Eating avocados. Doing nothing but heroin and drinking wine, I assume. And so he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's like his, old, his old diet. Yeah. <laughs> he started to slim down. Um, so he was like starting to get back in shape. He started to write poetry again, which he hadn't done in a while. He's also Jim Morrison's re- released a bunch of poetry books, mm. all of which I think is absolute garbage. Okay. Yeah. I tried to read some of it this morning and I was just like, I can't do it. <laughs> it's all bad. This is bad. It's all bad. Doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he moved to Paris um, in like March. Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, he moved to Paris in May. And then on July 3rd, 1971. Um, he was there a real long time before he died. Yeah, his... And he's he's not there for that long. He's no. there for like three months. Sorry, he recorded the album in 70. He went to Paris in 71. Then in July 3rd of 71, um, Pam woke up in the morning to find him dead in the bathtub. Um, the covered in avocados. Covered <laughs> in fu- just avocado pits. All the uh, just, shells. Oh. All the meat was gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he died of avocado toast. See, they, that's what they don't tell you. Uh, well, they say that. So they're because it's France. So they didn't do an autopsy because they, they don't, don't give a shit. Because yeah, they don't. They, fucking they're the like inspector like came in smoking a cigarette. <laughs> He's dead. Fuck him. Puts the flicks the cigarette on him and leaves. <laughs> yeah. Dead Americans. Dead Can't American. get nothing for the, you. I don't yeah. give a shit. Nope. You are less than the garbage under my foot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you are under my foot. I am standing on you. <laughs> In the bedroom. I walk all over his dead body. Yeah. I can tell by the way my shoe yeah. hits his thorax. He died from... Heart attack. He died from I don't give a shit. He's sort of puffy though. He's fun to walk on. Look, I thought he was losing weight. Yeah. No? 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 I mean, he looks better than last time I saw him. In seven in, in sixty nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um so the official death report says that he died of a heart attack. Um but But pretty, they have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much everyone says that what happened what happened was um that his Pam, Pam well, big fan of heroin. No. He's a big heroin fan. Sure. Jim okay. not so much a heroin fan because he is deathly afraid of needles. No. So Pam says, Don't worry about it, you can just snort it. And as we've Perfect. already established, yep. <laughs> snorting heroin, not, not a great idea. It's the best heroin. Look, 
Avocados got healthy fats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps mm-hmm. like get rid of the free well, radicals in your body. Oh, yeah. Car- it, Polyphenols. it will counteract all of the heroin that I am snorting. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, so he dies. There's also there's stories that like he died in a club nearby. They didn't know what to do with his. He died in the bathroom of a club nearby on the shitter. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. With I like body. that story. So Next to Elvis. They, so they brought him back to the hotel room, dumped him in the bathtub, and then Pam was so fucking out of her mind herself when she woke up in the morning. She like didn't realize he hadn't been there that night, and she was just like, "Oh my god, he died in the bathtub." Like, there's, there's, that's too much. Conspiracy there's a lot theory. of stories I don't like about that Here's how the thing, he though. died. Like. He, Any one of those could be true in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, like, that's true. He was on drugs. The idiots at the club didn't know what to do. They took him somewhere. Like, yes. I'd, I'd, any of those work. Yeah. Um, there's also, because apparently I am now unable to do a ghost story without some sort of fucking conspiracy theory in it. Oh, tell me. There is a big part of the uh, Jim Morrison fan base who believes that that wasn't Jim at all. That was a faked death. Oh. That Jim did not die. Jim is not dead. Paris. And he's he now, just wanted away from the public eye. He became JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is Katy Perry. He is, <laughs> he is Kanye West. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Lyricists. It makes so much sense. Um. So he... Red door. Red dress. Red dress. Fancy Red dress. dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Um. So he... Uh, after he died they found his journals like he said he started writing poetry again so they found they call them the Paris journals they've since become public Um, and in the Paris journals he in all his old poetry he used to tell this story about this guy named Billy the Hitchhiker Billy the Hitchhiker by the way if you are a Doors fan, he is the writer from Riders on the Storm. He's a serial killer hitchhiker. It's apparently the true story of this guy who hitchhiked his way across California, killing people who picked him up, including mm. like a family. I like that. That's where the like killer on the road lyric comes from. Like it's anyway. Sure. It's so a good he, story. Yes, it is a good story. So he used to write about this in his journal all the time. And then in his journal, Billy gets uh, like caught up with the opium trade and has to fake his own death and leave behind all of his possessions and his connections to go start life over again because he like fucked up his life so bad. Oh my God. Yeah. So So tell me what what really happened to Jim. (laughs) He's actually still alive. He's actually still alive. Because of the opium trade. Yeah, right? he lives on a. You're getting He there? lives on an avocado we'll, farm. We'll come, we'll come okay, back okay, around okay, to sorry, Jim Nada. But that is a theory. Okay. Um, the more popular theory, oh, also because um, he died at 27, so he's a member of the 27 Club. Sure, yeah. very famous. Um, and he died a couple months. It was like less than a year after. Um, I think it was like, uh, Hendrix and. Who was the others? Like the chick Janice who died, Joplin. Jo- Joplin yeah. Both died at 27. And then like a couple months later, like he died. He dies at 27 as well. Sure. Look, so, it's also the three thing. The, the yeah, power the, the, of the rule three. of threes. Rule of threes. Three grams of heroin up your nose. It'll Snorted, do it every that's time. That's what it'll do. Just keep death. snorting it, you, dim, you ding dongs. Um, so Jim is buried at the Pierre Lachise. Uh, no. Sure. Yep. The Champs-Elysees. Pierre Lachise. A cemetery in Paris oui. because they were like we don't he's he doesn't talk to his family his girlfriend's fucking whacked out of her mind they and were, we don't care they were like yeah. we don't know what to do with him so they just buried him in Paris and they buried him huh. on a 30 year lease and yep. they were like look we're just gonna fucking bury him they didn't even have a headstone at the beginning and they were like you have 30 years to figure out what you want to do with him yeah. oh. what do you want to do <laughs> uh, dig a hole and throw him in look just put his body in the ground I give no shits I, none yeah. Oh my! Bring God. me my gate. Yes. <laughs> um. So he's, which is actually the same cemetery where Oscar Wilde and Edith Piaf are buried. Ah. Um, I'm sure he loved that. In the <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Um. So 
they like put up a nameplate, it would be stolen. They put up another one, it would be stolen. Some artists would like put original artwork there of him, it'd be stolen. They put up busts of him over the grave, it would be stolen. Like everything they would put up over this grave would be stolen. Jim would steal it himself. They like couldn't keep it. Yeah, and the ghost if, of Jim stole the stuff. Dude, this is cool stuff. This is yeah. cool. I like the stuff they're look making. Look at my face. Hey, look. Um, <laughs> in the 1990s, his dad eventually came, like cemented over the top of the grave and put in like a big cement, like headstone kind of plaque um, that couldn't be easily stolen because they were literally just like putting a bust of Jim Morrison on top of the ground and then being like, I don't know why people keep, keep stealing, stealing it. It's very strange. I don't get it. I don't know why I'm Southern and not French, but that's, that's the Southern French. They're in the South of France. Yeah, the, the South of France. Nice. This is what you sound that's like in Nice. Very... Wait, y'all been in the Champs Elysees? <laughs> it's incredible. I went out to the palace. <laughs> um. So his dad eventually like put up an actual like nameplate that didn't says take him home in, no no in the fucking 90s by the way he died in 71 um Jesus. that says in greek it says uh according to his own daemon d-e-a-m-o-n like demon according demon. to his own demon um which like very roughly translated mean like it was in greek very roughly translated means according to his own demons but really just like the thought behind it is like this man is true to himself ah. like he is true unto himself um, and then and his dad put that in. Yes, his dad did. That, that feels like he sort of came to grips with the fact that his kid was kind of. You know, I think weirdo. so. Yeah, that's, that's um, twenty nice. years that's, after took his him twenty kid years. Died. Yeah. To, he look, was just like he look, got he, there. He he did it his way. Frank Sinatra yeah. all yeah. over again. Um, and then he called Frank Sinatra. What do you think? I don't know. He did it his way. Uh, you know, like, um, he when the thirty-year lease was up, if you're doing math, you will know that that has come and gone. Yes. It so has. when the thirty-year lease came up, uh, there was a big thing to like. Oh, we're moving out to California. Yeah. Like he lived in Los Angeles. It's where he recorded most of his music. It's where he lived for most of his adult life. Like let's bring him back out here. We'll put him in Hollywood forever. We were willing. Like we as Californians oh, were willing to sure. do all of this shit. And Paris was like. No, we're good. And just kept him. No. Oh. What you gonna do? Actually, we give a shit now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He brings in tourism dollars, so we're going to we, keep your we, dead Jim Morrison. Do you have any idea uh, how many baguette the dead Jim Morrison has sold? Is but then this is where you get many to the so secret many. where there is nobody in the grave, which is yes. why they do not want which to. Which is another theory that like they didn't want to move or exhume the body because, because there was either nobody. it's not him in there or there's no one in there. Uh, um, that yep. plays into that. Makes sense. Conspiracy theory. Oh. Black helicopters. Um, so he, he is said to haunt three places, uh-huh. Mr. Morrison, presuming he is dead. Mm-hmm. So the first one is he is said to haunt Arlington, Virginia, sure. where he went to high school, the same place as Mama Cass. Okay. Um, so the a woman who uh, grew up in his childhood home uh, in the 70s when he lived there in the 60s. Um, so it was on 28th Street, which is crazy because I grew up on 28th Street. Oh my God. So I people didn't. are like, it's his childhood home. And I'm like, that's bullshit. He lived all over the fucking that's place. That's like one it's, of yeah. the homes he lived in. It's the house he was in. living in when he graduated high school. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of high school energies. A lot of angsty teenage energies. A lot yeah. of a lot of bad haircut energies. Ghost mm-hmm. acne. It's um, fine. So a woman named Rhonda Barnes, Baron, Rhonda Barron, claims that the ghost regularly visited her in the 1970s. And she said, quote, I was lying in the bed Drugs. and the spirit lay down on the bed beside me on his back and then turned to look at me. It was like a haze. You could look through it. So she used to be like, oh, yeah, Jim hangs out here all the time. I like, always feel his energy. Sure. Sometimes he lays next to me in bed. I think she just wanted to tell people that she went to bed with Jim Morrison. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because she said... This is a little thin. Yeah. She said, I can tell that he's here because he died unhappily. And he's like you an unhappy that. soul. His soul is not at rest. So he's come that. back here to where he has happy childhood memories. And I was like, mm, 
Did flag he? on the play. I don't think he was happy at no. home. One, I don't think most high schoolers are happy. Nope. And I certainly why don't think away. Jim was if three years later he cut all contact with yeah. all of his family. Yeah, I don't buy so, any of this. So, I mean, yeah, I don't super believe that one. No. Um, the second place that he haunts is in Venice, California. Okay, now this um, sounds good. It's at a location that they call the Doors Workshop. Um, it currently is not a building. Um, it's like a shell of a building. It was a, hole in a the bunch of different things over the years. It's, it's a Whole Foods. It's, it's, now no, no, it it's across the street from a healthy spot and, <laughs> and right next to a fucking Shake Shack. When I first looked it up, I was like, tell me this is the fucking Shake Shack address. I wanted to <laughs> be tell Shake me Shack. Tell me a Shake Shack. Oh, that would be awesome. No, but it's right next door to a Shake Shack. The one that's on like Glass Santa in Santa Monica. Oh, okay. That was, he like, so that's the the area where they recorded LA Woman mm-hmm. um, and then he used to stay at a hotel called the Alta Cienega Hotel like a block up the street and then he used to perform at Barney's Beanery like just across mm-hmm. La Cienega which at one point it was like his go-to bar mm-hmm. and he used to like when he would get super drunk would just stand up and piss on the bar there's actually a plaque up at that Barney's Beanery that's like Jim Morrison pissed on the bar here oh, oh boy uh, fun I- story that Barney's Beanery is also like a king's bar so they have every like oh i have to start going there and then getting pissed on by the ghost of jim morrison yeah it's like the closest king's is that what happens like the ghost appears and pisses on the person in his seat no um no no no. so where he haunts is the workshop where they recorded um la woman in the 70s um and in 2010 it was a a mexican restaurant that's not there anymore And, and they said and they said that it was definitely haunted by jim morrison and they said you feel him almost every day throughout the entire place but especially near this one spot and that one spot is the unisex bathroom oh good oh great jim morrison haunts the bathroom of a mexican restaurant yes um, where the boys and girls can pee yes all you know, that's, yes gender neutral because the great so thing about hipster. lizards is that they can have sex with anything yeah, exactly nature finds yeah, a way exactly um so, so apparently hipster. when they were recording the album there he felt like the acoustics were best in the tile bathroom so he recorded all of the vocals in the bathroom while peeing which is why yeah. just taking just on the shitter yeah yep. pushing just one out push. just singing about la women just like right Riders on the storm. Plotch, plotch. Um, so the owner says Jim Morrison is definitely here. Funky things happen all the time. We can't explain. Heroin but when just that shows bathroom up. door handle starts to jiggle by itself, that's the weirdest sign. <sighs> okay. Um, sure. Yeah. So I thought it'd be like ghost bags of heroin just floating yeah, across just like the room. Something. And there was no. so much so that they were like, we d- there's an energy. We definitely feel like it's Jim Morrison. They brought back the old manager of the doors to like come to the restaurant to be like, what do you think? And the manager was like, that's a good burrito. like Jim. I don't know what that means. But Look, the manager smells it, like booze and death because of all of the heroin. Smells like heroin and Mexican food. And parts. Mexican food. Um, I, that's a lot of what Jim smelled like. Exactly. In yeah. Mexican Healthy food. fats, man. Healthy fats. Just lubes everything up. Yep. Slides just right out of it. Slides right out. It's like a slip and slide back yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. He was he was more slip and slide than man yeah. towards the end. Heroin <laughs> <laughs> will do that to you. Yes. <laughs> um... So so this is now like they're going to convert it into something else. I don't know what I literally what's crazy to me is that I drove by all three of these on the way to record here today. Oh. I also drove by where he used to live up on Laurel Canyon. Nice. Right by the Laurel Canyon Mart um, where he lived. Mama Cass up- used to live in the basement of the Laurel Canyon Mart. 
oh that's funny yeah um i drove by that um a lot of spirit energies in your car right now yeah and you so the alta cienega hotel has a room that the room 32 that jim morrison used to stay in that they let people stay in to this day and like everyone's graffitied all over the walls about how much they love jim and stuff it's like a big touristy thing i read so many yelp reviews trying to get someone who had like a ghost experience with jim morrison there but everyone is kind of just like this hotel's a shithole (laughs) it is a garbage garbage hotel yeah smells like cigarettes I don't know what you expected in Jim Morrison's room, yeah. right? Um, it does That's not smell Jim's like there. Doesn't it smell, smell like breeze. <laughs> um, so the third place that he said to haunt, which is what led me to the story in the first place, is the uh, the cemetery in Paris where he's buried. Yeah, we- so in 1997, a rock historian named Brett Meisner. Mer- Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels um, went to the hotel to. Um, to do re- was doing research on a book or something and he took a photo of him in front of Jim Morrison's tomb yeah and there is a ghost shadow in front of the tomb that looks almost identical to the iconic like he's standing there shirtless with his arms outspread in like a Christ-like pose in mm. his leather pants mm. and they've like tried and, the go- and the shadow had leather pants on yes sh- <laughs> yes it's yeah it's like a big it's like a white dude with like dark pants on you've got like, to be kidding me like see I'm showing it to them now see yeah. he's like right there it's got leather pants on. Oh my God, he really is wearing leather pants. That is a leather pants ghost. Yeah. You can see it right there. He's kind of in the back there. Yeah, we'll post it Look on social the media. leather pants ghost in the leather back. Leather pants yes. ghost. So All they, right, that's pretty good. Yeah, so That's they, pretty good. They tried to like, they, they've been trying to like authenticate or un- no one can prove how the photo is faked. Okay. They've looked at the original negative and they were like, yeah, we don't know what it is. It's not a shadow. They've done a bunch of fucking things. Um, Art Bell, R.E.P. on oh. Coast to Coast like tried to fucking figure it out and he oh. was like, I can't prove this isn't real. Ah. Um, and uh, Brett Michaels said that once it, he didn't know that he was there in the photo until they got back and looked at the photos later. Mm-hmm. But he said after that time, he felt like a dark, chaotic cloud was hanging over his life. And he said like within months of coming back from this trip, his wife left him and his best friend died of a heroin overdose. Hmm. Whoa. And he was like, I felt like Jim Morrison's like haunting my life. And he had to smudge, smudge some stage. Sage. sage. Yep. Sage. All those things. Yep. <laughs> had to do all those things. He released, and then the, the, three weeks later, he released a country record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smurge and surge. Yeah. Um, Smurge and sage. Lost my wife to Jim Morrison. Tried to fuck her. Because he's a ghost. He's ghost. a lizard and a ghost. <laughs> lizard ghost. Lizard ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then the last thing I have to say is that if you believe that he didn't actually die, that he faked his own death. Oh, here we go. Yes. So what people point out as most proof that he didn't actually die is that in 1974, there was an album released called The Phantom's Divine Comedy Part 1. Mm-hmm. Um, the single was called Black Magic, White Magic. And it was written by an artist called The Phantom. Oh, okay. Um, and like they didn't reveal his name. They didn't reveal any of the musicians' names. And apparently this album sounds exactly like fucking Jim Morrison. Hmm. Um, and it's three, it's three years after he died, but like it would have given him time to like get his life together, get cleaned up, all Lose of that some weight. stuff. Find some new leather pants. Exactly. Get back in the leather pants. Yep. Yeah. And then eventually, like under like press scrutiny and stuff, they were like, we need to know who the Phantom is, like release his name. So eventually Sony released the name of the artist as Arthur Pendragon, Mm. which if you know anything about uh, old mythology, you will know that Arthur Pendragon is King Arthur's given name. Yeah. Yeah. Which King Arthur, it was like co-opted by Christianity, but it's actually a pagan myth. 
Ah. And Jim Morrison was like super into fucking pagan myths and like especially like Celtic myths and mythology and like Celtic paganism mm. because he's of Irish ancestry. Yeah. Which is where that King Arthur myth originally started Y'all, as Arthur th- Pendragon. This so they were like, too- that's why it's fucking Jim Morrison. Nope. This and is too much thinking. There's lots of people who say he's nope. now a poet living in New York City and people see sure. him all the time. Sure. I was like, all is the, the poetry bad? If Probably. not, then it's not him. Yeah. Because he's a bad poet. Let's look at it. He goes to poetry slams. Everybody's like, I don't know. Uh, uh, he he did. looks kind of like old Jim Morrison yeah. though, right? God. He looks like he would have looked good in leather pants 40 years ago. <laughs> um, so so that we should is tell my... him to get some new Bugle Boys. He's got to get some new Fubus. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my beer. So I went with the Stone and NoFX collaboration brew, uh, Punk and Drublick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because it's got the musician tie-in because it was made with Stone, which is one of my favorite breweries, and with a band like the musician tie-in yep. of our music episode. And it's a play on the term drunk in public, public. which sure. was sort of Jim, Jim Morrison's Mo- trademark. That was his life. <laughs> was sort of his jam. His life was to be drunk in public. Um, it's, a, it's a blogger. It's a hoppy lager. I don't know that it has a lot of hop to it. It's definitely ho- more hopped than your yeah. average lager. Oh, like, oh, I oh, know Melly it hates is. it. Oh, yeah, I don't she like hates it. the crap out of it. Um, um, I I think it's pretty good actually. I think it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, it's also a really fun like bright pink can with That's light green fun. writing yeah. on it. Yeah, it looks a- like the Punk and Drub like album cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like part of a tour they did that I didn't go on. But it's uh, it's five point eight percent. It's a lager. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. That's pretty good. I feel like it's a good, if you were going to like do a bunch of LSD and zone out to some Jim Morrison music. You could drink You this. could definitely pound a bunch of these. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. And then yeah. not snort heroin because that's how you die. That's how you die. <laughs> or not. As we've learned on multiple occasions throughout both of these stories. Yep. Or, or you we don't learned, die. If you went to high school in Arlington, Virginia, don't snort heroin. You, you will, will die. die. Yeah. You will die. It's a very specific message. Yes. Yeah. So somebody get this in front of all the kids in Arlington, West Virginia, or whatever. Just regular Virginia. Virginia. Regular Virginia. Normal Virginia. Three Virginias. I don't give a shit. Anyway, South this is the part Virginia. of the show where I get to pick a winner. Let me tell you what I like. No effects. Let me tell you what I like. This beer. Let me tell you what else I like. Jim Morrison getting fat. <laughs> that delights me. You know what Puff, else I like? Puffy peen. Puffy you know what I like? I actually really like that uh, uh, All the Leaves Are Brown song. That's a really good song. And I also liked that horrible, mean ass joke of the Mama's Little Yellow Pills. But you know what I like more than anything? Sign <laughs> of a ham sandwich. Melissa wins. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You win because of pork. Yeah, you win because I love ham sandwiches. <laughs> Who wants bacon? I was looking up bacon beers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she was. She was. She, did you know smoked beer is a thing? It is a oh thing. Oh, my God. In Germany, oh it's gosh. a thing. One of our friends on social media told us about uh, there's a beer made from bologna drippings. Ew. Oh, my God. Yes. And it's from Lebanon. And I literally went like Middle Eastern Lebanon. I read an entire article about it. Yeah. And then had to Google and be like, it's like Lebanon, Pen- Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, nope, read this whole thing being like pork beer in the Middle, Middle East? East. This what? is a weird choice. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm a dumb dumb. Well, this has been the Booze and Brews podcast. Um, I'm not going to ask you to look at all of our different social medias this week. What I'm going to ask is that you just tell one of your friends about us. That's oh, that's all. a good ask. Yeah, um, please it, do. That's, that's literally all we want from you. Yeah. Just, just tell your friends about this fun podcast you listen to. We would appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. That would be awesome. So there you go. Yeah. I love you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And we're happy to be back. We'll be back on our regularly scheduled programming. I feel like nothing to fuck with us in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully I don't die of this cold that I have. Oh, no. Um, And we'll be back next week. We'll do something. I don't know what we'll do, but they'll they'll be be good. And they'll be beers. And until then, cheers. cheers.